I think that until it gets serious enough for you to need to say something, keep your mouth shut and mm-hmm. let them figure it out on their own because nine times out of ten, they will figure it out on their own. Welcome back, guys. We are here for the real episode. The real 13. episode thirteen. If you've seen our um, reels or TikTok, I've been under the impression that this last episode that we did was episode thirteen, but and it was actually yeah. episode twelve. And I think it's because we we recorded twice this week, so I was just like confused, but. This is actually episode 13. So this week we're talking about adult friendships. Yeah, um, there is quite a lot to talk about, you know, here. But, you know, we like to start off our episodes on a lighter note. So um, instead of a game this week, we just want to talk about some of our favorite pairs of celebrity best friends. The first one that we have is probably one that me and Sam hold dear to our hearts and we've referenced them before so Selena Gomez and Taylor Swift um huge fans of both of them and I'm just like obsessed with the fact that they've been such good friends for so many years and just like always have each other's back and I I just I love their friendship oh I do too I like get so geeked whenever I see them together because I'm just like these are two of my favorite celebrities and the fact that they're best friends like just makes things so much better um I don't know have you ever seen like the video of them performing together I don't think so like I'm pretty sure like Taylor was on tour and she brought out Selena and I think they sang Who Says together. No, I haven't seen that. That's really cute. I I love Selena Gomez. I'm not a big fan of her music. But <laughs> I did hear that they're going to collab together for Taylor's next album. And I think that... I didn't know that. Taylor cannot go wrong with any of her songwriting. So I think that it definitely won't be bad. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I think Selena's definitely like acquired. I, I mean, I grew up again. Like I grew up like watching her and like listening to her and everything. And I think the only album that I've really, really actually like listened to is her like latest one. Mm. Um, shoot, I can't remember the name of it. But I, I mean, everybody loved Who Says as a kid. Oh yeah, I feel that like. was like everyone's like fucking jam. And I remember I, singing my heart out to it. I liked um, what other song? I liked Rare. And I liked, um, there was another song she did pretty recently that I kind of liked, but other than that, I'm not really into. I really liked Good For You and Rare and Lose You To Love Me. Oh, Lose You To Love Me was really good. That's the one I was thinking about. I was playing Lose You To Love Me on repeat after my breakup. (laughs) Like, I'm not even kidding. That's like the breakup anthem. I think I would, I would be able to get behind her and Taylor doing something together. But I lo- I'm a huge fan of Selena in literally like every other way. Like I love her makeup line. I love her as an actress. I just I didn't love her music. And you don't have to love everything about someone. Yeah. Like that's 100% Fair. okay. Fair enough. Next, um, <laughs> Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart. Probably the most random and like obscure celebrity best friend pairing I have ever heard of in my life. But I live for it. It's just so iconic and so out there it is you 
you would see the two of them together and you'd just be like, what the actual fuck? Like, I think if you were to tell me like what, like 10 years ago or like more than when did they start becoming friends? I, you know, I don't even know. Um, let's see. I feel like Martha has like a CBD line now. I don't know, but isn't there like, and don't they have like that- ads or something for like Bic? Like, have you yeah, seen, like, the memes? The, the lighter. Yeah. So it's, like, his is obviously, you know, like, he smokes. And yeah. hers is, like, oh, to light your candles. Yeah. I've totally seen their ad together. They have, um, so the, Snoop Dogg has the 19 Crimes wine. Yeah. And she's, they have Martha Chardonnay. And then they have a podcast together, apparently. Yes, yes, they do. And I'm wondering if they became friends, like, when she launched her, like, cannabis line. Or if it was before that, but she does maybe we should educate ourselves on them (laughs) yeah she she does have a cannabis line it's called let's see canopy okay shop canopy that's just it's so interesting to me i i that's like one of my friends being like best friends with my grandma (laughs) (laughs) like i don't know well here's the thing is that so now she's dabbling in cannabis and he has a cookbook. So I'm wondering if maybe they like inspired each other to That's get cool. like into those project projects. But it looks like they did something together in 2016. Still such an odd pair, but I'm here for it. Yeah. I, I'm absolutely here for Martha it. Martha and Snoop's potluck dinner party. It was a TV show. I, I'm not familiar with it, but I will say I feel like that friendship is definitely iconic because like you would have a shit ton of fun and then have the best like snacks to munch on. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like the munchies would hit different with Martha Stewart and oh, Snoop Dogg. For sure. So next is Kim Kardashian and Chrissy Teigen. I, so I kind of forgot that they were friends. I forgot that they were friends too until, um, watching the new Kardashians. Me too. Yeah, because like uh, she played a voice memo. Chrissy sent me a voice memo. Yeah, I've always loved Chrissy. I've always loved Kim. Okay, yeah. I I forgot that they were friends until I had watched, like you said, the last episode of the Kardashians. She like played that voice memo from her or whatever. Um, But how did they become friends again? I feel like I thought it was through John and like John. Was it John and Kanye? I think it was John and Kanye or just like, I don't know. Are they in the same neighborhood? I have no idea. Yeah, I'm I'm really not sure how they became friends, but I'm here for the friendship 100%. Yeah. Uh, do you remember so when they were in MILF Money together? Yes. I love that. And, like, they featured that on, like, Keeping Up With The Kardashians. Uh, yeah, and, and they showed, like, the yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah, and that was, oh like, gosh, super cool. So good. I loved MILF Money. Um, Lizzo and Harry Styles. I love these two love as best too. friends. I remember like everyone was like, oh my God, Lizzo and Harry, Lizzo and Harry are dating, they're dating. And like truly they were just like the best of friends. And I love that he sends her, like he sent her like Gucci gifts before mm-hmm. and like sent her his whole line of pleasing, like the nail polish line when he came out with it. And like, I love that video of them when they're singing juice together on stage and he's like dancing. Oh my gosh. I just love it. It's so good. I love platonic friendships. They're the best. Bestie. What? (laughs) What? I love you. You said, I love platonic friendships. They're the best. All friendships are platonic. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm out of it. 
<laughs> that was so funny. Oh my god. And it was so pure, like you didn't think anything of it. I loved it. You know what I mean. <laughs> yes, I know exactly. Anyway. <laughs> we are too much right now. Okay. Okay. Tina, Tina Fey. <laughs> you go. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Love them. Absolutely love them. They are fucking hilarious. Saturday Night Live I used to watch like as a kid with my parents. Loved watching them together. Um, Baby Mama, probably oh one of God. the best movies of fucking all time. Hilarious. So if funny. If you haven't seen Baby Mama, what's wrong with you? It's literally so, it's so good. They just have like such a way of um, making like making jokes with each other so natural. And like obviously all, you know actresses and actors are talented so like they're gonna have a way about you know lines just like rolling off the tongue but their chemistry as like friends on screen is just unmatched exactly they just like they do such a good job of like feeding off each other's energy and bouncing off each other i love them i do too um next is courtney cox and jennifer aniston did you watch friends i did i didn't realize though that they were actually good friends in real life yeah they're like the best of friends That's awesome. and that, that makes me so happy because like i'm a huge friends fan and yeah. i love monica and rachel i do too like i just remember like i'd watch it and just be like i need like a Monica or a Rachel like in my life and yes I feel like I have like the best of both worlds because I feel like I have that now like as an adult um but yeah I I love them together I know me too they were I think one of the best things like when you like get very invested into like celebrities or shows is like if you see like two characters as like amazing friends on shows and then like they're yes, like they're friends, in, friends real in real life it's just like it just hits different. It does. It's so it's so great. I always hate when you um like the opposite of that. Like when you're watching a show and then yeah. you find out that they like hated each other in real like, life. Like, um ugh. like Miley Cyrus and Emily Austin. That's exactly who I was thinking of. They, like, they didn't like each other. It's so bizarre to me because like they, they were like seemed like the best of friends. Right. And like we watched that growing up, so that was like our like idea of like, like true. Right. And it was an friendship. example. It was an example for us. Yeah. So sad to think about. But Anywho, um, Chloe and Scott. I love Chloe and Scott. I, it's so funny because, like, obviously their family's been through so much together. Yes, like, yes. Scott and Chloe did not used to be the best of friends. I remember in the early seasons of the Kardashians, she hated him. Chloe hated Scott, and oh she God. would like bitch him out oh, during yeah. the show and like scream at him because of the way he treated Courtney. But, but like, like, as she should, like, oh, I agree, one hundred percent, call people out like on their bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. But you know people grow as mm-hmm. he like grew up a little bit and changed they um became really good friends and I just I love how close they are and how like regardless of of what happened like they're all like who's together who's dating someone else they're always like kind of going to be family yeah and I think they even if you watch the last episode I love how they like talked about that and how their relationship is like very unique I agree. And I think like one of the nice things too, like with them, um, is that they're able to like joke about a lot together. Like, yeah, I I cannot even tell you like how many times like I've seen like, you know, the clickbait of like, ooh, are Chloe and Scott dating when in reality, like they're fucking not. Yeah. And Um, they just play into it. And they play into it. And like, oh my God, like the pranks that they pull like on the Kardashians. Like, oh, wait a freaking second. Do you remember Todd the Todd Crane's prank? Yeah, that was Todd like, it's, it's, it's Todd, me, Todd Crane's. And oh then you gosh. remember like them meeting Todd Crane or him meeting Todd Crane's um, the last season. Yeah, I think it was like season, yeah, 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 yeah. The last season of the Kardashians. Like, 
fucking hilarious. Oh my god, do you remember that prank? Th- I think I think they played this prank on Chris where they made like all of this artwork and they told yes. her that it was like a famous um, artist. But and was- she bought into it. And then like when they took all those pictures of her, well, her art. You guys don't know what I'm doing, like the air quotes, but yeah. they um they dressed like Chloe up to be Chris, and like it was like a drunk night out, and they like faked paparazzi pictures, and oh my like God, it was Chris was just like freaking out because she thought that like those were actual pictures of her, and she was like, "When the fuck did I do this? Like, it's why was so I peeing funny. in a garbage can? It was." It was funny. But yeah, that is our list of celebrity besties. Um, I, I guess just getting like right into the episode. As adults, like we've got friends from all different walks of life. Like I, I know that we've talked about on our other episodes, mm-hmm. like we both have friends from childhood, you know, obviously from high school. Right. And then your college um, friends. Your college friends. Yeah. But I think this like one thing that can be a little bit difficult about adult friendships is um this idea of like having to take ourselves so seriously yeah and like you know like okay yeah we're adults like we have to act like adults in our friendships and I think like just remembering that our friendships don't have to be boring um is something really important that like keeps friendships fun and interesting yeah adult friendships don't have to be boring whatsoever I think that people like fall into like this idea of like as soon as you grow up like you need to take things more seriously and like you do to a certain extent Mm -hmm. but like that doesn't mean that like hanging out with your friends needs to be like the same thing like over and over like you I feel like everyone's still a kid at heart Um, yeah yeah and I think it's like important when you get together to just like not take yourself too seriously and remember it's okay to like fuck around and like scream and jump around and do stupid shit i mean if you guys were here with me like 20 (laughs) minutes ago you would have heard sam and her roommates like literally barking at each other and i was like i'm here a lot (laughs) i was like sitting here like waiting and i was like what the hell is going on (laughs) but it's fun like stupid stuff like that like that's what I feel like that's like one of the things that like friendship is all about. Like, yes, there's going to be very serious moments with your friends and like that's just a given and that's important in friendship. But I think that like the silly goofy side is also important. Yeah, I just like to just to be transparent, I cannot be friends with people that take themselves too seriously. I agree. You have to have this like you you just you you can't take yourself too seriously because life is too short to be fucking boring honestly 100 no, percent. and it's just like have those immature moments who the fuck cares yeah. like just because you're in your 20s now or in your 30s 40s whatever the like however old you are that doesn't mean that you have to be like a stick in the mud that doesn't I, yeah, mean that like totally. you're limited on fun and that just goes back to balance but like i don't like just having silly moments like is the best and I mean literally like thinking of my trip to Florida not too long ago me and my friend Kaylee we were literally sitting up and we were just like laughing in bed for like two hours straight I yes. like, could not sleep so slap happy and we were saying the most random shit yeah Morgan and I are exactly the same way when we would go on tour for SD um and it's, we'd have sleepovers. It, it's funny it is funny and you know what I think like a lot of when we when we think about adult friendships we think like oh going out to dinner, grabbing a glass of wine, or, like, going out to the bars. And I think, like, while all those things are fun and great, like, yes, those are components of an adult friendship, we have to remember that there are other things that we can do that are, like, you know, 
just as fun if not right. way more fun yeah the possibilities are endless with like what you can do i mean not too long ago and we've mentioned this in the previous episode sam and i did a game night together with a bunch of our friends and we really did not drink or anything like we were just yeah. enjoying each other and like having fun and I think it's important to like have those moments where like you still kind of like feel like a kid because like when I think of like board games and stuff think of like childhood I think of childhood and it excites me to still do that as an adult because it's fun like there's a reason that they were created and there's a lot of board games that like are geared towards adults yeah and like you know games on like the switch or xbox or whatever like when we were playing jackbox like all those games are so fun yeah and I I think it's important I, I mean I know that like I even catch myself sometimes thinking like, oh my gosh, I can't wait until like the point in my life where I like have a house and I, you know, am more financially stable than I am now and, you know, kids and a dog and whatever. But I I think there's something so like important to be said about like living in the moment and cherishing the fact that we are only in our early 20s. And when I think about like, oh, these adult things, I think about wanting to like go to like wine tastings and like I think about like wanting to have like a charcuterie board Mm -hmm. and like while all those things are fun and great to do still um I I think we really when it comes to friendships have to tap into this like childlike side of ourselves and um yeah like you said like game nights are huge and like just a really fun way to get everybody laughing and Mm -hmm. you know just like not taking themselves too seriously um sporting events are so fun you know I love a good baseball yeah going to a baseball game basketball hockey is so fun hockey is really fun and I I have so many friends that like shit on hockey and I'm just like why go to a game it is I think hockey is the most interesting to watch I think it is too because like I don't really know much about football to be honest but like they keep stopping the clock and like pausing and I'm like oh my god can this just be done but like hockey is like fun and then the horns go off and it's like (laughs) and then like they play the goal song and it's just like it's just so fun no it is a lot of fun and it's a lot more fun like when you get to do it with other people yeah I mean I think the bigger the crowd the better yeah um But even just like getting on the topic of sporting events and Sam is not a fan of this nope. idea. It's only but because I'm not athletic. <laughs> just like getting a game together with your friends. Like think about gym class when, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> but like think about gym class when like you play kickball. And like if you're not an athletic person, that's fine. But like I still think like it's fun to do and like, you know, just have like silly, goofy moments. Like I know like my god brother and I like we're trying to plan out like a softball game for like our friend group. Like I won't be summer. in attendance. Sam will be in attendance. I'm going to convince her you can be a cheerleader. <laughs> but no, like just like doing activities like that. Like I think it's important again, like to tap into something that maybe can be like related back to childhood. Yeah. Um, and then like competitiveness is like super fun, too, because like you. I don't care what anyone says. Like, I think as soon as you make things a competition, things get so much more interesting. Oh, yeah, friends. for sure. Um, and like if it, if it comes to like, oh, you wanting to drink or like day drinking, there are so many fun drinking games you can play. Yeah. Like beer darts. Oh, so yeah. fun. You could do like a beer Olympics. I know people do fun stuff. Beer like Olympics that. are fun. Um, but back into that like whole child childlike side of things. You, there are so many things you can do. You can go to an arcade. You can go bowling. You can go mini golfing. Um, I know in Chicago we have an incredible zoo and a ton mm-hmm. of amazing museums and you think back to those things and you're like oh my gosh I used to do this for like my field trip right. but you have a new appreciation for I know it. because as an adult as you an can, adult yeah. like you can look at things differently and it's so funny because like 
I was a camp counselor not too long ago and we would go to museums and stuff and like the kids would complain here and there because they were tired of museums and I would be the more excited one. Yeah. I'd be like, oh my God, guys, like, look at this, look at that. And they made me feel like an old lady, but like, it's fun it's to so look fun. at and like, it, it's a new perspective that you have. And like Sam said, like you have a new appreciation towards things and it's like museum dates or like just going to the museum overall is like super cool. Yeah. And then if you know me, you know that I am a freaking ice cream connoisseur and, and so, you're lactose intolerant and I'm also you literally just posted a picture yesterday too yeah I like um had like a memory pop up but um I love ice cream and so this next one is near and dear to my heart going out for ice cream and just like I mean I know we do like coffee dates and stuff yeah. and like sometimes I feel like that can be a little bit um what's the word not mundane but like repetitive yeah it's I feel like that's the go-to idea as an adult like whether it's your friend that you see all the time or someone that you haven't seen in a really long time, it's always like, let's grab a cup of coffee and catch and it's, up. It's convenient which is because so fun. It, yeah. it is fun. It's convenient too, because like as adults, like I feel like we drink more coffee than we did back then. Um, I know I do. And like coffee is like super easy. And it's something that you can always go to, but like with like ice cream, I think that just brings me back to the idea of childhood and like yeah. how crazy I was about ice cream like as a kid. Yes, I agree. And something about it just kind of like sets the scene differently than mm-hmm. like cup of coffee. I feel like as soon as I sit down for a cup of coffee with someone, my first thought is like, how's work? Yeah. Like, ugh. but I don't know. Something about ice cream just like makes things more fun. Changes mood, shakes it up. Not to say that coffee dates aren't fun because I love a good coffee date, but I don't know. Something about going out for ice cream. It's just it's a good time. It is a good time concerts and festivals like there's so many of them that happen throughout the year especially and, here like in the yeah. summer there are a lot of free concerts right, and, and you don't have to spend a lot of money like yes like seeing like bigger artists that's gonna cost you like a pretty penny but if you literally like I don't know majority of our listeners are within the Chicagoland area mm-hmm. and like I know like we have do 312 and like you can literally see like a bunch of events happening um just like throughout the city and you don't have to pay anything for like most of them and then like some of them are like anywhere between like five to ten dollars to attend and like I feel like that's worth it yeah like go out and like do something new absolutely and then like just kind of you know wrapping up on on like ideas of things you can do watching movies and shows together Mm -hmm. Ashley and I sometimes on Sundays um if we're like doing gmta stuff we like to just take the bus downtown and go shopping together sometimes we don't even lost yeah get lost oh god (laughs) that's a whole Um, other story yeah sometimes we will just we don't even buy anything we just walk around and And we just enjoy shop yeah we just enjoy each other's like presence like you don't always have to have like a strict plan of what to do last minute things can be fun and just like you know going out like even if it's just on like a walk yeah like just like talking and walking together like it's fun yes and then the other thing I wanted to talk about was there are these super fun card games um I don't know how many of you follow Serena Kerrigan on TikTok or Instagram but she's the one who changed her middle name to fucking um and that's like her whole (laughs) brand is like I'm Serena fucking Kerrigan and so she made these card games one of them is let's fucking fuck the other one's let's fucking date I think there's one called let's fucking play and they're just like fun card games that are like I guess the best way to describe them is like a slightly like raunchier version of like we're not really strangers. Mm -hmm. So like let's fucking date has like, you know, dating geared questions. 
let's fucking fuck as like sex geared questions. Mm -hmm. But both of them are really like I've read like all the reviews. I really want the games, but they're always sold out. Yeah. Um, And they were on sale like literally a few days ago and Sam and I snoozed. But it's something that you can play like with your partner or with your friends. Yeah. And it's like it's it's so much fun, especially if you get a little like wine flowing. People are more, you know, like likely to share some answers that they may not have shared before. So that's just a plug for like those card games because they're really fun and just uh, something I think is like really important too about adult friendships is continuing to get to know your friends oh yeah it doesn't stop like again we grow so much like we not that not saying like we become new people like every day but I feel like we take away things daily and we're constantly evolving and growing and bettering ourselves and you know you're gonna pick up new interests you're gonna pick up new things in your life and you should want to get to know your friends well not only that but it's like like I feel like I have so many friends that I you know I know you know huge things about them I know them really well but I don't even know what the fuck their favorite color is and so like that's true things like I don't even know what you're right I don't know what yours is either mine's blue mine's red okay and blue is like a close second but yeah (laughs) (laughs) but but like you know what I mean and so I feel like those games like that can really help you like learn the little things about your friends I think it's like just arguably just as important as you know the big stuff um but yeah just kind of ah oh kind of going off of that I think just like talking about the idea of like when we're adults, you know, we have so many different friends from like different walks of life, yeah. different places that we've met them. And I think it's just like really important to keep in mind that every friendship is different. Like the friendship that I have with you is different from, than the friendship that I have with Morgan is different than right. the friendship that I have with Hannah is different than, you know, my friendship with Emma and so on and right. so like forth. We, we all go through like different things together and we all bond over different stuff. And you know, your friendships aren't always going to be the same. Like, I feel like they're all held to like, for lack of a better term, I feel like your friendships are all held to like a different standard in a sense. Um, I don't know if that makes much sense, but like as we talk, like I can kind of explain, but it's just like, um, you know, like you and I, we see each other like a lot Mm -hmm. Um, as like I see like Kaylee a lot and everything. And like, I, I don't like I have I guess like different expectations when I am like hanging out with you guys versus like hanging out with someone who I might see like once a month or like yeah. once every two months. Um, And like that's OK. I wish like I could word things better because they're all making sense in my head. But <laughs> no, like, as, totally we, as we keep talking, like I'm sure the juices will Yeah. Flow. Or like um, there. So this idea of like low maintenance friends we've talked about that before on the podcast I have some friends that I literally have not seen in years that I could just you know pick up the phone and like text them like oh my god Mm -hmm. remember when this happened and we would just pick up and have a normal conversation but then I have my friends like you that I see like literally every week and it just like sometimes it's you know not a factor of like I don't want to see those friends it's sometimes geographical you know it's it's just like every friendship is different and I think that's just like something to keep in mind And then um, something else to keep in mind is that like as adults, like you said, I feel like this kind of taps into the idea of you saying like we hold our friends to different standards or like different, you know, like levels. We've got some friends that we consider friends that we would only ever see like in a group going out on the weekend. And then our friends that I call like coffee friends or midday friends, the friends that are you're going to call in the middle of the day and be like, 
hey, on my lunch break, do you want to like go grab a smoothie together? Right. Or after work, do you want to go like shopping with me? Versus like some of the people that might be your weeknight drinking friends, you wouldn't necessarily call at, you know, two o'clock on a Sunday afternoon and ask if they want to go to a farmer's market with you. Yeah. But I think it's fun too, like when you have like friends who can kind of be both. And like I see that like within like the friend group that I kind of like met through you like I can 100% like go out with you guys and like enjoy a night out at the bars but I can also like see us all just like going out and having like a lunch or like a brunch together and like doing like doing not like the bare minimum but just like you know just silly little things together like just just sitting watching tv yeah and it's like I think it's just interesting to think about the fact that we've got friends that fall into both categories mm-hmm. we've got some that fall into one some that fall into the other and I think that it's just like that's kind of the beauty of like having adult friendships is that like it's all going to be a little bit different and that like right. where we're all at in our lives right now most of us understand that like we're busy. everybody's got their own shit yeah. going on and like everything's different like we're not gonna have the same friendships that we had back in the day when you know we might have had more free time and like you know just going back to the idea of like you have your friends that like you might have not like talked to in a while but like you know you could pick up the phone and they'd be there for you like I have one friend who I literally I don't think I've seen her in two years and I met up with her and my friend Alejandro so like I went out with my friend Carla and my friend Alejandro a few days ago to go get boba and it was like you know like nothing nothing else happened it's like we picked up like where we left off off. yeah and it's nice because there wasn't like any animosity between us because we don't see each other as often it was just like nice being able to catch up and like you know kind of loop each other into like our lives and still be there for each other yeah and I think like kind of going off the idea of friends that you might not see often we're kind of at a point in our lives where a lot of people um are moving or you know taking jobs in other states or like other areas of the state and so I don't know about you but I have quite a few friends that are long distance friends yeah and you know two of my friends that are long distance friends are people that were my college roommates that I used to see every single day I feel like that transition was really hard yeah and so you know going from seeing them every single day to seeing them a few times a year like yeah it totally sucks but um you know, it's, it's all about like finding those ways to connect and, you know, kind of keep in touch. Um, like Morgan lives in Nashville. I talk to her pretty much every day, whether it be via text, whether it be like a quick Snapchat, Hannah lives in Colorado. I don't talk to her, um, as much as I talk to Morgan like every day, but every time we have a conversation, I feel like it's meaningful. And every time I see her, we just pick up right where we left off and it's like, it's it's just like it used to be when we would see each other every yeah. single day when we were in college. But I mean, f- I don't know. For me, I feel like the way that I keep in touch the most is like through FaceTime and like texting my friends yeah. that are I, long I distance. I would agree. Oh my God. But I have some other friends that are long distance too. And we use Marco Polo. It's really like a fun way to just kind of stay in contact. If you don't have Marco Polo, you definitely need to get it. Like Sam put me on it like after graduation. Yeah. And we, we would send Marco Polos to each other. And it's nice because like sometimes you want to FaceTime your friends, but like they're not available. Yeah. So that's where Marco Polo comes into play because it's like FaceTime, but like you don't need to pick up right away. Yes. Like you, so you're recording videos. It's basically kind of like a FaceTime voicemail. Yeah. Like you would go. So you get on and you press the button and it's it's like once you start pressing the button, 
it starts sending the video. And so you, you get can't notifi- erase what you said. Right. And you get a notification. So like, let's say if Sam were to like send a Mark or start recording a Marco Polo, my phone would tell me like, oh, Sam's on Marco Polo and she's talking. So you could watch it in real time or you could wait until like, you know, it's later. And like there's little stickers that you can do. Yeah. You to, can like, like react. Say like a heart emoji yeah. or a smiley face or a sad face or whatever. And then it'll show you like um, when someone's like watching Mm -hmm. the videos and it's just like really fun and then they can respond and like sometimes when they respond you're available so you can go watch their response in real time and it's like you're facetiming but it's like an instagram live for your friends yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) exactly exactly what it is so fun um yeah i i love marco polo i think it's a really fun way to stay in contact with people um I think we can all I think as we grow older, we're definitely going to experience like long distance friends as, you know, a bunch of us are moving because I know not all of us are going to stay, you know, in the same place. And I think long distance can be in any way, whether you live in the same state or in different states or in different countries like um, growing up, like my cousin was my best friend and she moved to Texas and I we don't talk every day. Um, We do have a snap streak together, though, but like we're there for each other when we need each other yeah. and like we do update each other like on our lives and we share like very important things with each other but I think it's just like always trying to find the time to to like reach out mm-hmm. um and I think it also makes you appreciate the time that you have together more like I'm pretty sure like whenever you see Morgan or Hannah like you 100% are like fully focused like on them and you yes. just appreciate the friendship so much more Absolutely. than you did in the past. It's almost like I can't even believe that I used to take for granted the fact that I got to see them every single day because right. I would kill to see them every single day now but it's that's, just you know not possible. That's how I feel too like with my college roommates like and again we all live like you know within like 30 minutes of each yeah. other but at the same time it's like damn like I wish you were still across the hall for me so I could just like walk in and like bitch about my day or yeah. like walk in yeah. and like steal an outfit or something mm-hmm. or just like lay in bed with you and like talk but um the harsh reality of things is like it's it's not like that anymore but you know you can still like maintain good friendships with people mm-hmm. throughout um and you know we all have different friendships and that's okay and I know that we kind of like touched on that before but like kind of like diving into having different friendships I think that as adults um this may happen a little less frequently than like when it was when we were kids but I think it's it's common for jealousy to still happen um I don't really experience it too much because I know like you know with friend groups and everything like things are different um like I again I have a different friendship with you than I would with someone else yeah and Kaylee I'm gonna embarrass you for like two seconds over here but like I remember when we started the podcast like Kaylee told me that like her and her mom were talking and um it came up that like you know like oh like are you a little sad that like Ashley didn't like ask you to do the podcast with her but like Kaylee knows that you know and we've talked about this like the two of us it's better for our friendship if we didn't do a podcast together (laughs) Uh, because like I I love Kaylee to death like she's like one of my best friends like that's my bitch but we both know that like I don't think like the business aspect would work yeah um and like you and I are are very much like you know like we're type a people and like we're constantly like wanting to do shit yeah um and like you know filling up our schedule so um and it worked I just think like it works better like the dynamic is different and it makes me happy that that was kind of like not like a big thing yeah it was just understood between the two of you and i fucking love kaylee shout out to kaylee i know she's probably listening she's (laughs) wonderful and i love her but 
Oh, here is something that I think is is good to talk about. Not getting invited to things. Yeah, um, I think that's that's definitely where jealousy can come I into think, play. Yes, I was going to say that is where I feel like jealousy. I mean, I haven't experienced this in like a while, but I feel like that's where jealousy would come into play for me. And like the idea of even if it's something that you know that you wouldn't have been able to go to, just the idea of like, oh, but I wish they would have invited me yeah, or like yeah. thought of me. Yeah. It's like hurtful, you know? So I, I definitely think that's a place where, where jealousy like does stem. Um, but I think like... I think it's important to realize like if you're like not invited to something, like not to take it to too much heart because yeah. there is a time and a place for everything and I don't think that you need to hang out with like these people like all the time. And I feel you know? like usually it's, I mean... I can't speak for everyone, but I feel like it's usually not like out of any place of malice. If you're like not invited Mm -hmm. to something, it's usually just like, you know, maybe like a different friend group and and you're part of another friend group that that person's part of. And you might have thought like, oh, I wish that I would have been invited. I, 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 I don't think that people are left out of things intentionally, usually, you know, in adulthood. But I don't know. Some people are petty. And if some people can be petty and if that is a pattern that's happening, like in your friend group and, and you're noticing that it's like it's always you um that's something that I would say like you know that that needs to be addressed within your friend group obviously like in a calm and rational way but if if you notice that you're like constantly the outlier and it's hurting your feelings definitely say something about it I think that can tie into like dealing with conflict too within like friend groups yeah because obviously confrontation is scary and like if you feel left out like that's something that really sucks and I just like an example that like I feel the need to share it I'm going to talk about one of my friends but she has a very like dear place in my heart and there was a point in time where like you know me and um like my friend group like we were like planning stuff and we noticed that she was busy and she was always kind of saying no Mm -hmm. um to like certain events and it got to the point where we were like okay like we're just gonna take a break from like inviting her and the friendship kind of like fell off for a bit um things were a little weird a little awkward like we weren't talking as much and then there was one day like out of the blue um like I had invited her to an event and she reached out and she kind of told me like how she felt and I kind of shared my feelings with her and I not necessarily like put her in her place but I was kind of just like hey we didn't invite you to as many events before because you were always saying no and like you know it's a two-way street like if you want to hang out with us like you can plan events too and I think it was a good conversation to have it was definitely awkward yeah to have because it's it felt like a fight but it was never intended to be a fight sure and I think that that conversation needed to happen because as soon as the two of us were able to get our feelings into place like we started talking more and we started hanging out more and we kind of understood each other's mind a lot better because we both knew that it wasn't coming from like a negative space yeah Uh, more so just like you know being considerate of the other person's time and in all honesty like like I said confrontation is scary but sometimes that needs to happen like when you're an adult like you just need to make like rational decisions. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm a firm believer and I've always said this. I'm a firm believer in the idea of most of the time, it's not what you say, but it's how, how you say you it. Say it. Yeah. I mean, of course, like for there are some things that are just fucking mean. Like if yeah. I were to be like, oh, my God, look at your ugly fucking face versus, <laughs> oh, my God, look at your ugly fucking face. Like it's still mean. No, like, it's, it's so but, rude. But for the most part, it, it, it's 
how you confront certain situations and how you say things that can like really make or break a a positive outcome, you know? And I, I think it's just like thinking about it, um, thinking about it through the lens and this is literally like textbook kindergarten shit, but thinking about it through the lens of how you would want to be approached, um, when, when someone's coming to you. And then of course, keeping in mind that everyone's different. Like I, I think for example, um, I have a friend who is really, really like good with confrontation and she will be the first to tell you like, Oh, I love confrontation. Yeah. And sometimes maybe her style of confrontation would be a little bit more blunt than mine. So she knows that if she were to have to confront me about something, she would need to be a little bit more gentle with me than maybe she would if she were talking to someone that had the same like bluntness in communication style as she does, or, you know, a little bit differently than the way that she would want to be, um, treated right. and All then it goes different, like sensitivity yeah levels. and but you know and then it goes goes the other way where it's like I might sugarcoat something and and go to her and if I were to confront her about something maybe I would sugarcoat it she'd probably just look at me and be like okay but can you be real with me and then yeah. I would be like okay and be a little bit more blunt but I, I think it's like if you can draw things back to the idea of like would I like the way would would I like someone else to talk to me like this? And yeah. if your thought is like, no, this would really hurt me, then like probably don't talk to somebody else like that. Yeah. Uh, the way that you go about things is super important. And don't be afraid to go about them. Obviously, like have some thought put into it because you don't want to go straight to like attacking someone when you're coming from a place of like emotion um, because that can be hurtful to the friendship um, and hurtful to the other person. And I'm yeah. pretty sure that you don't want to fucking hurt your friends, but like, at the same time, like confrontation needs to happen before situations escalate. And yes, I think like that that can preserve a friendship. Like it absolutely. Can a good friendship. I feel like if you can establish a friendship, it's just like a relationship. Like yeah. I'm going to use my relationship as an example. Josh and I have really established this like back and forth where if one of us is doing something that's bothering the other person, we just nip it in the bud right away. Yeah. We don't fucking fight. We don't argue. We have gotten an one and a half arguments in the entire one and a half I I don't even know if I would consider the second one an argument one and a half arguments in next month it'll be a year that we've been together I know um and I think it's that idea of like nipping that shit in the bud before it even gets into an argument like if you did something that bothered me I'm comfortable enough to have a conversation with you where I'd be like hey Ashley this like really bugged me can you maybe not do that again you'd be like oh shit I'm sorry yeah no I won't do that because like I'd never want my friends like or my significant other to ever feel like they were in like an uncomfortable situation yes like bringing it up early on instead of like letting it like you know kind of like escalate like that that's the best thing that you can do like yes it's awkward like yes you can be scared but at the same time I think that the other person is going to perceive it a lot better earlier on and again go about it in 100 in a in a way that would be best communicated to yeah them. I think that like opening those lines of communication early on and just being like real with each other and and honest um I think a makes a friendship stronger and b if you if you don't establish that open line of communication and if you were just constantly like dealing with something or multiple things that someone does that bothers you or that bother you then it 
if you you'll either a explode one day and it'll all come out at once or b you'll just continue silently resenting them and you don't want that because that's not healthy for you and it's not healthy for the friendship because as much as you could think that like oh they're not going to be able to tell that I'm resentful it it presents itself without you even realizing it so I think just keeping those those healthy lines of communication open from the start in a friendship are really important or is really important that uh kind of relating just because we talked about like significant others um double dates and dating like friends get involved in that too Sam have you ever been on a double date I don't know if I've ever (laughs) been on like an I can't remember um but you've been like a maybe like a group setting yeah totally I oh you know what I can't think of like a I'm sure Josh and I have been on double dates before but the one that comes to mind is um last summer him and I went to get ice cream with um his college roommate and um his college roommate's girlfriend okay yeah so I have I've definitely been on like group setting dates Mm -hmm. but I don't know if I've ever been on like an aside from that one an intentional like double date okay I I've been on like a few um in like my past relationship and you guys like all know this but like it was definitely like one-sided like I didn't really get to do as much like with my friends um very excited to eventually do that but just like on like the topic of like you know double dates and everything like I think it's like really important and we've touched on this in the past Mm -hmm. is like bringing your significant other into your friend group oh a hundred percent yeah um when you and Josh started dating like obviously Josh knew like some of the ISC people but how did you like integrate him into your friend group how did I integrate Josh into my friend group I'm trying to think of like Josh had like kind of met some of my friends over FaceTime and stuff and then like kind of met them with Big Brother Oh, um, yeah. yeah. So he met them, you know, via like online uh-huh. slash like virtual. Um, but all COVID times too. Yes. All yeah. COVID times. Um, but we went to, oh, here's a double date. Me, Josh, <laughs> Emma and Carter went to Six Flags Okay. Um, at the very beginning of June last year. So Josh and I had been officially dating like probably like a week and a half or something. And we went to six flags with Emma and Carter and so he I kind of like introduced him to Emma and Carter and then my birthday was like three weeks later and then I brought him into like a bigger version of my friend group on my birthday and we went out to happy camper and went to a Cubs game and so like the way that I did it was I guess kind of strategic without me even realizing it because I brought him to Wrigley Field a place that I know he's very comfortable um, and doing something that I know he loves to do. And I also had him invite some of his friends as well to come to the game so that he didn't feel like alone alone or like too much pressure, you know, at the game. And then after the game, he just came out with us, Mm -hmm. like me and my friends, and was able to like get to know them and like drove us home and stuff. So it was able to get to know them on the ride home as well. Um, So I kind of like introduced him to like one part of the friend group and then pushed him in a little bit deeper like with everybody in a setting that I knew he was going to be comfortable in okay that let's see that's that's nice and um I think that like maybe like some people like needed to hear that because like if people don't necessarily know how to integrate like their friend group like with their significant I think that um the idea of like integrating your significant other with your friend group can kind of get lost just like touching back on the idea of like you know they're your friends yeah and if, you know, God forbid anything were to happen, like, you know, who gets who in the divorce, like yep. you mentioned mm-hmm. in the past, but I, I like, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. I was just going to say, I feel like really the golden rule to like integrating a significant other into your friend group is introducing them to one or 
two members of the friend group before that they can have as like allies yeah once they you know come into the group like for example for josh i introduced him to emma and carter so like the couple he had he had them like Mm -hmm. going into meeting my other friends that he knew that aside from me he had them to kind of lean on and talk to because he had already kind of gotten to know them right um so you know you want to give them that ally or a couple of allies Mm -hmm. other than you so that they feel like they don't have to cling to you um and and just you know like be on your side the entire night right and I think another thing with that too is being able to like make time like okay it's perfectly fine to integrate like your significant other in your friend group and like have hangouts and everything but I think it's also important to integrate like time separate with your significant other and then time separate with your friends yeah like there's not like uh for example like Josh I love you but like anytime I'm with Sam it's not like I want you to be there like all the time like yeah. sometimes I need like I would want my like alone time yeah with you. or like with like Kaylee like I'd want to be alone with her and like not have Ben around and like as much as I love your boyfriends like there's so times you need, where like, like girl time or yeah, just like, you friend need girl time. time or just like friend yeah exactly like I your significant other doesn't need to be at every single like function yeah it, yeah totally it, it just I mean like parties here and there like if they want to come but like if we like let's say if you and I were to like go shopping or something um it's not something that I would necessarily invite Josh to every time right maybe like you know if he was here and we were gonna go shopping like sure like maybe he'd tag along but like if you and I were gonna plan a day of shopping I wouldn't be like let me call Josh and like have him join us you know what I mean and then I think too and I don't know if anyone else has like really gone through this and I like might have touched on this like in like my breakup episode but it was really hard for me to make time for my friends when I was in my previous relationship because I was so focused just on that relationship and like trying to save it and like trying to make him happy and like this and that and like I wasn't putting myself first and I don't know how many people like really go through that same I don't know if you went through that like with Danny but I stopped seeing my friends I really wasn't with my friends as much and like the minute that we got out of our relationship I was with my friends like constantly and like now Again, I'm getting into something new, but I still have time for my friends. Like, yeah. I, and it's because like I don't have to feel like guilty about like dividing up my time, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah, absolutely. I think that um, just like finding that healthy balance between like you know when you're alone with your significant other, when your significant other is with you with your mm-hmm. friends, and then when you're just it's just you and your friends. I think that and and it doesn't always have to be making time for a friend like one on one. It could just be like a girl's night right. and like everybody together. But um, I, I think that's it's incredibly important to make sure that you were, you know, just kind of balancing both ends of the spectrum really well. And, and you know, making you don't ever want to be the person that God forbid you and your person break up and then it's you have like, no one either a you have no one or you're running back to all these people that are like you wouldn't even give me the time of day when exactly. you were in a relationship exactly and I shout out to my friends I am blessed that you guys like literally fucking stood by my side yeah like you you want to like you want to have your experiences with your friends and you want to have experiences with your significant other and it's okay to have those be separate like it doesn't always have to be like a together thing if that makes any sense yeah 100 percent. what if you don't like your friend's significant other we, we've kind of touched on this before yeah. in the breakup episode but let's let's get deeper into it okay so if you don't like your friend's significant other i think that until it gets serious enough for you to need to say something keep your mouth shut and mm-hmm. let them figure it out on their own because nine times out of ten 
they will figure it out on their own. Um, but for example, I have a friend who was engaged and none of us liked her boyfriend uh, or slash fiance. I can't wait until she's on that. Yes, we're going to have her on at some point. But we all have these feelings about her fiance and she was had a reels in love with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got engaged and we had we had thought we had all thought that she was nobody said anything because we all thought that she was going to get to a point where she'd figure it out before they ever got engaged and then it ended up happening way sooner than all of us ever imagined and then it was too late um but looking back I I wish that as I knew that it was getting more serious I would have told her how I felt and she has told me like please if I'm ever with somebody else that you don't that you don't like that you don't think is good for me tell me so I think it really just matter like it depends on your boundaries with your friends but I think like you know for example um this isn't even going to be relevant because I set Ashley up with the person that she's talking to but (laughs) if she was you know talking to this guy and um you know like they're not dating yet but like maybe it's gonna get there soon at this point, before they're even dating, I wouldn't tell her, oh, I don't like him or, I, mm-hmm. oh, I hate him or, oh, I think he's like bad for you. Unless, of course, he was, you know, doing something to like harm her as long as he like made her happy and, and there were no, you know, issues in terms of her safety or anything like mm-hmm. that. As long as she's happy and he treats her well, I wouldn't have said I wouldn't say anything at this point, you know, but, but that's not to say that I don't like it because obviously <laughs> I obviously I do. But you know what I mean? I hope that makes sense. No, I think that 100% makes sense because like you don't want to meddle too much into your friends' lives. Like given you want to look out for them, you want to be there for them. But at the same time, you don't want to baby them. You're not their parent. Yes. You have to let them go through shit on their own. And just like relating back to it, like my friends could have said so many things to me and they didn't, but I figured shit out on my own. And I think that that's like a moment of growth. And like, I think that everyone can experience that if like, you know, they're getting to the point where they could be in an unhealthy relationship. But I agree with Sam, like, don't say anything until it gets to the point where it's serious. Because also like, you know, a complete like 180 could happen and you could end up like loving the person that they're with. Like you could hate them and then like magically love them after like seeing their dynamic or like seeing any kind of change. Getting to know them better or whatever. Right. And like sometimes, sometimes you just have a bad first impression. Yeah. And that that happens. Like we're human. I think bottom line, if it's, you know, early on in the relationship or even if it's like a year and a half in, as long as they're not about to get engaged, <laughs> about to get married, if they treat them well and they make them happy and they're a good person for the most part, don't say anything and let them figure it out on their own. Yeah. And I I also think, too, that like if it ever gets to the point where like a conversation needs to be had, again, the way that you approach it yes, makes the 100%. world. Like we could like if something were to happen right now and like let's say – like if you if you were to ever tell me that like you were concerned about like someone that I was seeing or if I was concerned about like Josh like I would probably like want to sit with you through like a wine night one day and just like ask like if things are okay and just like be in like a calm moment like I wouldn't want to like you know like lash out at you or yeah like, attack uh, or, anything or attack like that. you because yeah. then I know I know you would probably start crying and freaking out just like I would <laughs> yeah. because I I'm emotional and I overthink um 
But yeah, I think, again, like the way that you go about things, like if if you feel like you need to bring something up to your friends and it gets to that point, make sure you're doing it the right way. Yeah, absolutely. However, if your friend asks for your opinion, mm. I think that is your kind of in to tell them how you feel. Yeah. Like if I hated the guy that Ashley was seeing and she was like, what do you think about him? I would not lie. I would not tell her like, oh my gosh, I love him if I didn't love him. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that just being honest and like like we said, just it's not about what you say. It's how you say it um, and, and just being honest with them if they ask for your opinion. Otherwise, s- sit on it until right. you, you, you'll know when it's time to say something. Yeah. That's true. And that's that's a really good point. Like if I were to ask you for your opinion and like you were to say something and like it upset me, like I feel like I can't really be mad because I asked. Yes, exactly. You know, if you are the friend asking in that situation, if you start getting like emotional about it and if you start feeling angry, try to suppress those feelings as best as you can because at the end of the day you asked and your friends are only looking out for you. A hundred percent. To get on to a new lighthearted topic, making friends. And we could like, this is like basically the last topic of the night or day. I mean, on a positive, like exciting yeah, and, note. Um, making friends, I feel like can be tricky when you're an adult because 100%, yeah. you make friends like for most of our lives, we've made friends in school, school. element, like whether it's preschool, elementary school, middle school, high school, college, like we have talked about like all of our different friends, like our hometown friends, like college friends and like how we've like maintained relationships with them. But sometimes like sometimes you want to make new friends or sometimes like those friend groups like don't work out or maybe like you're at a point in your life where you feel like you really can't connect with those people or you just want to expand your crowd. And it doesn't stop there just because you get out of school. Yes. I I feel like the easiest way to make friends and we've talked about this Mm -hmm. before is through mutual friends slash mutual connections or commonalities like for example maybe someone you didn't know that went to your college like you can meet people like through your connections yes yeah connections or commonalities right and like with Sam I have met so many friends through her I feel like Sam is like my gateway into making (laughs) friends because Sam, you've introduced so many people into my life and it's like bizarre. You've introduced me to like my new love interest. You've introduced me to like Emma and Carter and Riley who are like literally like my people that I consider very close friends to me now. And we were all in that like big brother group together and it's crazy. I like thank you so much for like a lot that's happened in my my life because it needed to happen when it did. Um, But I think just maybe like on the topic of that too, there are times like There are times where like your friends may invite you out and maybe you don't want to go because you only know that person there. So like for example, I know I I don't remember like why I couldn't come to your like housewarming, but I remember like having a fear internally when I um when you initially invited me because I was I remember thinking like, oh my God, like Sam is like the only person Sam or Josh are like really the only people that I can talk to because I don't think at this point like I met again like when you go to an event or when you get invited to an event and like you only know like one or two people um, especially if like maybe they're the hosts like you could get into that mindset of like oh my gosh they're gonna be busy like they can't pay attention to me and those are like the people that I can fall back on take the risk like when even if you're scared, take the risk and go if you can go yeah, because for sure. you never know what can happen. You could meet some of your best friends that day. And Absolutely. you don't know it. 
And worst case scenario, like you have a bad night. Yeah, or you just leave. You don't have that much fun and you just leave. And it's something that you can get over. 100%. It's it's just a night. And I'm not saying you have to do that every time, but sometimes it's good to step out of your comfort zone. Yeah, push yourself a little bit and, you know, try and do something that you would maybe not usually do. Um, And I think that today like with with the way that the world is you can make so many friends online and oh my god social media is a great way to make friends I don't care what anyone says like people are so I feel like people are very friendly on social media and like I think everyone's at the same point of like expanding like friend groups to where I don't think it's weird if you were to like reach out to someone on social and say, I don't like, think hey, so either like I I love like you know um I love seeing like the books that like you post on your story like maybe we could like do book club together yeah. or something or just like find like again find those commonalities right like, and of course like be careful who you meet up oh, with yeah. whatever but Definitely. like you can really make so many friends on social media um through groups I know yeah. that Ashley and I are a part of this group on Facebook called one drink in I think it's for a podcast or something mm-hmm. but it turned into this huge group and they have one for every major city yeah um, and like there's I know the one drinking group that we're a part of is like girls only but they did expand to like a co-ed group oh cool um and like the group that we're in like that group has like twelve thousand members or something like you can meet so many friends and i've seen so many people like start like hangouts through that group yeah some people people meet meet, like their roommates and stuff yeah like and that's So, so cool it's based, so cool what social media does. Yes. And just like meeting people based on your hobbies too. Like you can join different groups. Like let's say that you love Trader Joe's or Costco. There's Trader Joe's and Costco groups that you could join where you could meet someone from Chicago. Or like mm-hmm. Josh is part of this um, group chat of like Cubs fans from all over the U.S. And um, when we went to Columbus, Ohio, he went and, you know, met met up with a friend in Columbus for lunch that he met through this Cubs group chat. And then when he went to Dallas, he met up with a friend that he met through this Cubs group chat. It's so funny because like, um, Kaylee's boyfriend, Ben, like he met a bunch of people through like playing like online games. Video games. Yeah. And, um, Kaylee, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but like they, like they made friends that were like in Utah and now they're like the best of friends with these people. Like they met up and everything. Like they stayed at their apartment. Like they went to festivals together. And um, I know like Kaylee and Ben are like planning to move to Utah in the future. And like, I remember like Kaylee was telling me that um, she met like this guy's like girlfriend and they like bonded so much like over like the span of time that they were there to visit that like when Kaylee ended up leaving, like, like the girl cried. Yeah. Because like they just like bonded. And I think that's so cool. Yeah. I think it's so cool. That is really cool. Other than social media, I think that one thing that maybe we can kind of like get lost in, especially now that a lot of people have been like working from home, is making friends at work. I think that that can kind of get lost. Um, be Like, yes, you're in the workplace. You want to be professional. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get that it can be like kind of weird, especially like, you know, if you are like working from home. And I just think that I'm I don't know about you. Um, I feel like I'm very blessed because immediately like I became so close with my team and like one of my fears like going into like working like in the workforce was oh my god what's like the company culture gonna be like like am I like just gonna not talk to these people throughout the day and if you're able to become like friends with your coworkers, I think that's great I think like just find like a a way to like have some kind of conversation with them that's not like that's not work related and I get easier said than done but like I feel like I again 
feel very blessed because I have like my work besties and like we can literally like talk outside of the office and like we have like group chats with each other and we send each other memes and it's it's just phenomenal and like we're able to like plan stuff to do together outside of work like I think that's so cool yeah I agree I do think that's really cool I personally work with people that have like the like all of my coworkers are in like quite a different stage of life than mm-hmm. I am like most of them have kids and stuff and so like I'm very like like close to them at work like we talk and I feel very comfortable with them but we don't really like hang out outside of work um but that being said I do have the people that are like my counterparts in different states are closer to my age and I have like group chats with them that we talk like outside of work and stuff and I think it is yeah just definitely like talking and like finding commonalities like outside of work and a team's chat or Instagram group chat or text like iMessage chat or whatever is like really important yeah and I think it makes the work day more fun too especially totally. if, you're, if you're able to like talk about that stuff because like if you're like if you're working in the office realistically I feel like you're talking like in your cubicles and like you know going up to the water cooler and like talking to whoever's in the break room and mm-hmm. like um just having like a little team's chat where you can kind of like unwind here and there and like yeah. talk about non-work related stuff yes. like that's very much needed yeah we have like our with my team of like the ladies that I was talking about um where like most of them have kids and stuff we have a ten thirty meeting every day and we literally say like sometimes we have business items that we go through every day and sometimes we say it's our water cooler talk and we just talk about like oh my god I love your lipstick I love your hair what are you doing this weekend stuff like that so but yeah very very important to maintain some friendships in the workplace but I don't know I feel like this is a good stopping point I I think think that we've covered a lot um and I as always if you guys have any questions about like friendships or you know like how to handle conflict within a friendship if you need any advice definitely send us a message on the gmta instagram Mm -hmm. um we are more than happy to chat with you but we really hope that you've enjoyed this episode we had so much fun recording it as we do like with all the episodes episodes. but uh we really hope that this one hits close to home with a lot of you guys yeah so sure yeah we will um be with you guys next week for episode 14 (laughs) (laughs) we'll talk to you then all right bye bye